We are raw and real mothers sharing our struggles, triumphs, and everything in between. We are all about being authentic and sharing who we are. None of us have it all together. We know how hard motherhood is. We also know how joyful motherhood is. We're here to grow with you. We're here to empower and support each other. As we share our hearts, we become stronger. Our stories bring us together. The mother heart is within every woman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the mother heart. We are so excited for this call tonight. It's our first guest speaker that is joining us, and her name is Wileen Benson. Hi, Wileen. We're so happy hey, you're here with us. <laughs> I am truly grateful for Wileen in my life. She has been one of the main sources of inspiration for me in moving forward in my life. And I just wanted to say thank you for helping me connect to myself and my worth. And you really have been a huge mentor for me, Wileen. So I am honored to have you on this call. And I'm honored. And everyone on this call is going to be blessed to hear the words you have to share tonight. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, Rachel. Thank you. I love you too. I'm going to start out by sharing some sharing about Wileen and she is pretty amazing. So Wileen Benson is a best-selling author, a Christian business coach, a purpose mentor. Wileen also leads a popular podcast called the daily gratitude call. She is the best guide to finding your God-given purpose and experiencing wealth on the Lord's errand. Her unique step-by-step seven gateway system for achieving personal and business alignment was revealed to her by God, and it is the simplest and most efficient shortcut for Christians who want to live a life of integrity. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, and you do exactly that. So, thank um, you. Yes, we are. We have all been reading the book, the the Seven Gateways, which is Wileen's book. So she is going to discuss this book with us, which is so cool to have the author here. This is really exciting. Um, so, Wileen, can you give us an overall of what the book is about? Yeah, I'd love to. In fact, I um, I just have to say, um, for those of you who are listening to the recording, we we started be- with a prayer before we started the recording, and I just I love that. I um, do my daily GPS every morning, which is gratitude, prayer, and scripture, and I definitely start the day with connecting with God that way. So I was really appreciative of that. And as you were praying, um, Rachel, I actually just saw this huge connection. And I'm so glad that I'm here on this call on the Mother Heart um, podcast, because um, I realized that this book actually came about because of my mother heart. (laughs) And (laughs) I'll share with you what I mean by that. Um, I was working at a job. I was working full time and I was only making like $12 an hour. Um, my husband was on disability income and so, and it really wasn't enough. We had five, uh, kids, I call them kids, but they're like, you know, late teens, early twenties living in our house at the time. Um, two of them were my daughter's boyfriends, two of my daughter's boyfriends, and they did not get along. And, uh, the kind of the final straw was they duked it out in the front room and my husband broke it up and kicked him out. (laughs) And so it, but it was during that time that was pretty stressful, um, stressful financially stressful, you know, with the relationships and things that were happening within the family. Um, one of, uh, the young men uh, was a heroin addict, 
Um, we had lots of things happening in our family right then. And this was before, you know, of course the seven gate was, re was revealed to me or, you know, I knew anything about anything. And it was because of my compassionate heart that I felt like I needed to be everything to everybody. I needed to work to bring in some extra income. I needed to provide a, pl a place for these young men to live. I you know, needed to do all these things. And really, a lot of these things were not mine to do. But it was because of that mother heart that I was just like taking all of this on. And I had a heart attack at the age of 49. I had a heart attack. And, um, the doctor, um, diagnosed it as Takatsubo, which, uh, layman's terms is broken heart syndrome. And that was really what started my whole journey. I was, uh, the doctor told me to sit in my front room, let everybody wait on me, no stress, no physical activity for eight weeks. And so I literally just like sat there. I read a lot of really uplifting books. I journaled a lot. I did a lot of praying and um, it was during that time that um, things started happening that kind of events evolved to uh, lead me to find my first mentor. And that mentor helped me to understand about the law of attraction and how the words that we speak and, you know, everything that we put out into the universe, we're just magnifying it coming back to us. And so um, it was, you know, during that time that I was able to shift and start um, really focusing on myself and my own purpose and mission and what really was mine and what wasn't mine and what I had taken on to myself that really wasn't mine. And um, just, you know, doing this um, process every day of connecting with God and asking him what's next, you know, what's the most important thing for me to focus on. And, and that's where all those seven gateways just started just coming as downloads. There were seven quantum leaps in my life. I literally felt like my whole body upshift. Every time I got a new, um, some new understanding of one of these gateways, I told, I felt a total change within my body. And at first I thought this was just a path for me to go from this broken heart to, you know, becoming a whole person again. But I realized after a while that this was a pathway that everybody could follow that it wasn't just for me. And so um, I have been documenting it the whole time and um, just started, you know, bringing it together into a book. So that's, that's where it came from. This is a treasure, like a treasure of knowledge. It really is a treasure. And as I've been reading it, I get lost in it, Wiley. <laughs> like I've had this book for a long time on my shelf and I've honestly been waiting for the right moment. And I should have read it a long time ago. Honestly, you can read this book. <laughs> 10,000 yeah. times and you still are going to learn and grow from it. But I, it's marked up. I told, I told Anna Maria, I can't even finish this book because I get so lost in thought and processing and mm. um, pondering and just applying what you're teaching. It's incredible. And I feel mm -hmm. like from meeting you, my life has leveled up for sure, a hundred percent. And so this book, it's really, really cool to, have it in writing and to have a guide to take you through it. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm just digesting it. Honestly, it's Can I share a little experience yes. I had when I first got it. So Wileen and I met at a chiropractor's office and I 
I told her, I know you. I listened to your podcast. You don't know me, but I, I do know you. And I gave, we gave each other a big hug and she said, hold on a minute. And I, I think I shared a few things about my life and she came back with the book. I was so grateful for it. And she wrote, um, let's see what pages <laughs> she wrote something so sweet. And I just thought she said, Anna Maria, so great to meet you, sister heart. Love Wileen. And I really did feel that connection of sisterhood when I met Wileen. And I just thought, okay, I'm, I was going through a really, really hard few weeks because I had just been diagnosed with scoliosis and I'm 36 years old. And I thought, Holy Father, what's my next step? What do I need to do? And then here comes <laughs> this beautiful book in my life and, and Wileen. And, and I knew that wasn't a coincidence. And then, um, then moving forward a few weeks, probably actually more like two months, I kind of had one of my moments um, with my with feeling my true value, and I was basing it off of what I thought someone in my life, my husband, what I thought he believed about me, what I thought. Anyways, and I. I decided to go rent a hotel for a night and just take the book with me and read it in one night. And it was so incredible because I opened up to the gateway of faith and um, she says, the counterfeit was that I had faith in my abilities. The truth is that I can have faith in my intrinsic, intrinsic value alone. I read that line. And I was, wait, what? We don't need to just have faith in God. I thought if we have faith in God, we'll be okay. We'll make it through whatever we need to. This was the first time I had this understanding. You need to have faith in who you are to truly know who you are, to um, become your highest self. And so that was very eye-opening for me. And that changed my perspective and on who I am. And I was able to grasp my value again. I feel like throughout life I've grasped like taken a little piece of my value and I believe it for like a month or two and then it's gone. And this has given me more of um a grounding and a, a sure footing of I need to always always hold on to that faith in who I am. And not just base it off of what other people think or say or believe about me. So I think that goes back to what I was talking about before, you know, that mother heart that I, I felt like it was a mother heart, but it was really a savior complex. And, uh, you know, what you're saying, it's so important that we just know of our intrinsic value instead of like, I have to do this so that blah, 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 you know, so that I'll feel useful or that people yeah. will love me or, you know, whatever it is, that's so important. I have to mention too, um, you know, I said, Rachel said, you know, in the, the, um, when she was talking about me and this, uh, how this was just given to me and I just basically put it down on paper. I constantly am having people share parts of the book with me and I'm like, seriously, I wrote that. Like, I don't even, you know, and you know how it is when you, when you read the scriptures and you're like, how have I never seen this before. I mean, this is like been here the whole time and I didn't even notice it. Or you read it and you get something completely different out of it. 
I get constantly, I will have people tell me, I read this and it changed my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like, there's multiple, there's so many meanings and it's just, it is, it's like scripture. It's like, you can read it and you get whatever you need out of it for you personally. It's, yes. it's an amazing book. It met, it meets you right where you are, like in your progression, in your own personal journey. Like it just meets you right there. At least it does for me. And so I'm like, okay, I've made it through that gateway. Okay, we'll get into it. This is just exciting. But um, <laughs> do you want to um, tell us what the gateways are? Just list them off. And then we're going to elaborate on the gateway of faith together. Just okay. dive into the gateway of faith. Yes, I can do that. So the gateway of faith, which we're going to spend a little bit of time on tonight, and that really is the foundation of everything. And if you, you know, anytime you level up, I'm sure you've all experienced this where, you know, you're like, okay, I'm good. All right. I think I need to improve in this area. And so you just like set a goal to do something different. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough to do that. You know, you kind of go to that again, because it's like, we're in a place we have never been before. You can totally go, you're going to go through these gateways with every single new thing that you do, you're going to just like start spinning around this circle of all, all the gateways. You know, sometimes at first it takes a little while to get through them, but you get really familiar with them and it always starts with the gateway of faith. So that's the very foundation. If you have faith that you are enough and that whatever you don't have is because you're enough, it's going to be given to you at the exact perfect moment. If you have that knowledge, basically everything else just comes. So gateway of faith, gateway of abundance is after that because you can't have abundance in your life if you don't believe that you're worthy of it. Um, but once you feel like, you know, you're good, you're enough, then abundance can come your way. Um, the gateway of charity. And that is like, it's not, it's a little different than what you might think. It's like the pure love of Christ where you see everybody as Christ would see them and you see yourself as Christ would see you. So you see yourself and you see other people in their genius, in their gifts, in their divine greatness. Um, and uh, the fourth gateway is the gateway of prosperity. Now, if you take faith, abundance, and uh, charity and put those three together, if you can really get those three down, prosperity is the natural byproduct of faith, abundance, and charity. So prosperity is fourth. And then the fifth one is the gateway of obedience. Because once you get into this gateway of prosperity, I'm sure all of you have been there, you get a little bit of success, and you're like, Oh, this feels so good. And then you get a little nudge that you, you know, should be doing something more. And you're like, but it's so nice here. I don't know if I want to change. I just like my <laughs> comfort zone. And we get and we have a hard time kind of going forward. But you know, and the problem with that is you've got a little bit of success, you know, you feel a little bit of prosperity, but there's three more gateways to go. And if we don't take the time to, or if we don't, you know, be committed to follow that guidance when we receive it um, and, and start getting those promptings to, to move forward, then we're going to miss out on all the abundance that's above, you know, above and beyond that prosperity that you're in. Um, so the, th the fifth gateway is a gateway of obedience, because a lot of times we get stuck in those comfort zones, we get these nudges, and we have a hard time obeying those nudges. So the gateway of obedience is the next lesson that gets to be learned. 
And then um, the gateway of humility, because it's really cool once you get that obedience down and you're like every day asking what's next. Okay, I'm going, I'm doing, you know, and you don't hesitate. Then all of a sudden, like all this stuff starts happening and the tendency is to be like, wow, I'm pretty good. (laughs) So we only get to learn humility and know where all of that wonderful stuff is really coming from. Um, And then the final gateway is the gateway of equity. And the gateway of equity is that um, we never were meant to have to do or be at all. Christ makes up the difference. His equity, if you read in the scriptures, it says Christ is full of equity. And so it's his equity that we get to borrow from for us to be whole, complete, perfect. So not only are we enough in the gateway of faith, but when we get through all the gateways and we get to that gateway of equity, then we have the right to call upon Christ to make up the difference, to fill us up where we, where we lack. So those are the seven gateways. That is so powerful. I, when you said the gateway of equity, I felt a sacredness come. So it's very, very powerful stuff. Um, two things stuck out to me when I first started reading the book, it was like choosing to begin before you even get to any of the gateways. It has the milestones, right? The first milestone, mm-hmm. the second milestone, choosing to begin and choosing to believe. Do you want to share kind of what those mean? Choosing. Uh, well, um, all of it is a choice. So I think that if I remember right, all of the the milestones start with choose choosing to, yeah, or something like that. Um, and yes, um, so it's a choice. Everything is a choice. Um, choosing to begin, you could just like be in. You could just be you and you know continue through your life and never. I I know that we know millions of people who go through life and they still don't even really recognize their value at the end of their life. So you really can live your life. It's not a full life. It's not a whole life, but you can live your life never choosing to begin this process of integrity. This is the map to integrity. And what that integrity is, is integrity of soul. It's integrity of like your purpose who you are at the divine core um, it's integrity with God being one with God. Um, and it's, it's integrity, even uh, being one with the whole planet, you know, with our uh, brothers and sisters as an eternal family, there's um, there's a wholeness that happens. And especially, you know, as you start seeing people in the gateway of charity for their divine greatness and then the gateway of equity, where you're um, asking Christ to make up the difference. There's just this wholeness that happens. And the only way that it can happen is if you're willing to navigate these, um, these seven gateways. And they're not, um, they're not, they're simple. All of them are simple. I mean, they're words that we hear all the time, faith, abundance, charity, Prosperity. We use these words all the time in the English language, but um, but these are. It's a study. You know, it really is a. Um, it's a daily. Um, 
it's a it's a map. I mean, even the cover has a a hiker on it. You know, it's a daily working towards this wholeness, this completeness. And it really all starts with choice, just choosing to begin. That's that's where it all starts. And believing that you can get there, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's the faith, right? Yes. Um, I found it really beautiful. Like I can look at the book and I can see um, myself in the gateway of faith and the gateway of abundance. And I could be like, at the end, you have check marks that say, okay, you know, you're passing through the gateway when you hit this, 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 like right where you're at, basically. And I can be like, yes, 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 yes. But then when it gets to the one that I can't say yes, and I feel like I might have the knowledge, but it hasn't integrated into my being. It hasn't become who I am, like the way I live life. And I think that that's kind of a symbol for me when I pass through, it's really become who I am. It's become how I live. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And the nice thing is that you can go back and review the chapter. And just like Ana Maria was saying, you know, that she caught that one thing, that one specific thing, and it just changed everything. And so you do have the opportunity to go back and just like review the chapter. Um, I also, I just started a brand new membership, um, the Seven Gateways membership community. Um, it's just $47 a month. So if anybody's interested in that and you actually can, can um, we will do it. We do a monthly call. And um, so that's another way that, you know, if you have questions or if you're just feeling like, oh, I'm just kind of stuck here. I don't know. You know, I still am not like, because I, I give you the opportunity to like rate yourself from one to five. Um, you know, one being that you're not quite, you're not there at all. Five being that, yes, I'm absolutely there. And, um, you know, that's an opportunity to, uh, so I provided those opportunities to be able to connect and, you know, to ask them questions if you have some specific questions. That is very, very cool. Okay, ladies, do you want to join in on this discussion about the gateway of faith? Do any of you want to start out by asking any questions that you have about the gateway of faith or want to talk about something you read or something that stuck out to you? I just loved, um, hold on, let me make sure I'm at the right spot. I just had it marked, but then as we were talking, I started looking at other pages in the book. (laughs) So um, I'm just going to read this little section. It says, um, I learned the lesson that it's important to believe the perfect item exists somewhere and that it is on its way. When you put something on order, don't order something else. Just be patient and keep your eyes open. It is there and waiting for you. The universe will connect you with it at the perfect time. Every time we order something and we keep the faith until it shows up, we gather evidence of our ability to manifest. I thought that was so cool. And like the experience you shared of like getting the desk and you, anyway, you guys will have to read this book, whoever's listening um, to hear the whole story, but she, a a desk manifested the exact desk she needed right after she purchased a desk. And I ordered another one. (laughs) Yeah. And it just made me think of like times in my life where like it just really helped me to reflect on my life and like think of like, you know, where have I had, um, where have I manifested and, and come in with a, a abundance mindset or a mindset of faith rather than doubt or um, 
And so it was just really helpful for me to like really think about that. And, um, and I loved, I want to comment on that. I appreciate that, Kyla. It's one of my favorite stories. I just, (laughs) that was like the most amazing thing. And I just want to comment on that because this is a common thing that we fall into. It's like a trap that we fall into. And it definitely fits in the gateway of faith because faith, like you're talking about, it's like faith that that item is there. It exists somewhere and it could be even a relationship. It's like having faith that this relationship can be healed. I know that, you know, there's a way for us to, to, you know, make this better or whatever. And, um, and it really boils down to that faith that I'm enough, I'm worthy to have something really good in my life. And, um, God knows who I am and you know, that I'm, I'm his daughter. Um, it really does fall down to that. And, um, the thing that we have a tendency a lot of times to do that I've had to like break the habit of is that I'll just do it myself. That's what happened when I ordered that desk. It was like it had been up on my vision board for a little bit. It wasn't even really that long of a time, but I'd been to like seven stores. I've looked online and I was like, oh, I'm just probably just not going to be able to afford, you know, the desk that I want, you know, because all the desks that I looked at that fit the description were like in the thousands of dollars. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to spend thousands of dollars on a desk. Well, I made the decision that it wasn't out there and I'll just have to buy a desk. So I did not, I lost the faith. I didn't believe that I was worthy of having what I had asked for. So it really does just boil down to that. And if we can just hold on a little bit longer and not just say, Oh, just take care of it myself. I guess I'll just go do this, you know, cause it's not showing up. If we will just hold on a little bit longer, that's when the miracles come. That's when that evidence starts showing up and we're like, oh, wow, it really was out there. Mm-hmm. So what happened with the desk, Wileen? Because now we're on edge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I found a desk at a yard sale for 90 bucks and my uh, laptop's sitting on it right now. It's like <laughs> the most beautiful desk. And it totally has everything that was in my description. Ninety dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, Wileen. I have yeah. a, a question that segues. Well, it's connected to Kylie's, and I also have had a very similar experience in buying a desk. Cool. Actually, just a, yeah, just a few months ago, um, in manifesting the perfect desk for myself, which I am using right now as well. <laughs> it's so awesome. So I can testify to that process that it does work. Um, So my question um, is, so with practicing manifesting things in my life, I have learned that I get to choose the what, right? I get to envision in in very fine detail what I want, um, but I don't necessarily get to choose the when. That's kind of what Mm -hmm. I believed in in this process. But I was reading in your book that you can speed up the process a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I wondered if you'd be willing to elaborate on that. Yes, I would be happy to. And I don't know if this is exactly what you're referring to, but um, this is in the book. So, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'll just um, you did mention adding some key words to like your vision or your to your vision board, for example. OK, that was one. 
it. If you had any other thoughts on that. I Okay. Yeah. I was going to share something else. So maybe, yeah, I don't know. Way. Just okay. whatever. Anything yeah, that it's, helps. It's like, all oh, good. I'm so patient. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So you said uh, there was two things that I was going to share. And I think I lost one of them. So I'll go ahead and share the other thing. So the, um, oh, the what and the all that. Okay. So yes, you can decide the what, but I've actually even learned, I'm actually currently working on a second edition because I only have just a few books left and I've got to get a second edition um, printed and there's going to be a few little changes. Um, what I know now is that you can choose the what, but it actually works better if you let the what come to you as inspiration. So instead of just saying, I want this, and I'm going to put this up on my vision board, you would sit down and say, what would be, uh, um, what would be the most, like the best thing for me to work for this month? You know, what would be the best thing for me to put on my vision board this month? And just listen for inspiration of what that would be. And maybe there's like a specific area of your life, like health or something like that, that you're specifically focused on. So you could say, what's the most important thing that would really improve my health this month? And whatever comes to you, it might be like it did for me this month, go to bed at nine o'clock, get up at 5 a.m. I'm like, okay. And I've done it about half the time. And I can tell you, it's like the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> but I, it's not like something that I would say, oh, I'm going to put on my vision board that I get to go to bed at nine o'clock every night. But if you'll follow that inspiration, those things on the vision board will open up brand new things that you never even could hope to imagine. So that's one thing that I've learned is you can ask for inspiration of what the goal is. And uh, then the other thing that you can have control over is, and, you know, kind of choose and focus on is the why. So, you know, um, uh, for instance, I wanted to get uh, two lounge chairs, like recliners, one for downstairs and one for upstairs, because my husband was, um, he needs to lay down a lot during the day because um, he has a lot of pain in his back. And, um, our basement, our bedroom was in the basement in the very back corner of the basement. And so he was always down there and just never around the family. And so I put on my vision board to get a recliner downstairs and recliner upstairs so that he'd have a place to kind of rest it where he was still around the family. So that was the, what was the two recliners and the why was because I wanted more family connection with my husband. So these are whys that God can get behind. If he can put his signature on that and say, yep, that's a really good reason to have that, then it's very likely that he's going to be helping you, you know, all things working together for your good to get that. Mm -hmm. um, so those are, that's, that's the what and the why. The how is totally up to him. I leave that totally up to him. I'm just asking him every day, what's the most important thing I can do today for these two recliners to be in my possession and uh whatever the inspiration is that day the inspired shortcut today you know to get there in the shortest way possible that's what i do um so the how you can speed that up by following those inspired shortcuts asking that question what's the most important thing i can do and then following that inspired shortcut and then um the when you can speed up 
because um, you probably haven't gotten to it yet. It's the next to the last chapter. There's a small chapter called um, uh, Immovable Momentum. Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. is how you uh, increase your momentum by becoming immovable. And that sounds like a, like an ox, like a, you know, something that like, like opposition. <laughs> yeah, like a paradox. But, um, but when you are immovable as God is immovable, and basically what that means is that you are obedient like a carrot seed is obedient. You can read it on the back of a carrot seed packet, and this is in the book. You read on the back of a carrot seed packet, it takes like 75 days until, you know, you plant the seed, and then you can be eating a carrot in 75 days or whatever. And so if you want it to be 75 days, not 5,000 days, <laughs> then you become obedient like a carrot seed is obedient. You work in tandem with the natural laws. You um, utilize the resources that God gives you. You know, all these things is part of helping things work a little bit faster and easier and more convenient, having more convenience in your life. Yeah. So I have a question, Wileen, to go along with that. Mm -hmm. um, just so when that thing manifests itself, so this is my problem is I procrastinate. Plus, I, I also doubt myself. So when something, you know, shows up, for example, like, oh, that looks perfect. You know, and I've just been scrolling through Facebook Marketplace or something, right? And I'm like, oh, that looks perfect. Ooh, but I don't know. Is that, you know, uh, worth it? Or will my <laughs> husband like it? Or, well, am I just, you know, spending money? Is it really the right thing? And I kind of second guess myself. And so I let opportunities like that pass by. Um, you know, maybe sometimes it's for the better, right? We're trying to save money or whatever. But like, how do you know that? this is the manifestation of what's on my vision board and not just, Oh, that would be something nice to have. And it kind of fits the bill. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, first of all, you've hit the nail on the head that it does um, go back to the gateway of faith that I'm enough. Right. So the, but will my husband let, like it? Is it, you know, uh, is it okay if I have this? You know, I mean, there's like, that's why, you know, you have to get the gateway of faith down before you can enjoy abundance. Um, so yeah, you have to just allow yourself to dream. First of all, there's no, imagination should have no limitations. If you're dreaming about something and you're like, this would be so cool if we could have this. And, um, and there's a good why behind it that God can get behind then there's absolutely no reason that that shouldn't go up on your vision board. So I have some things actually that go up on my vision board occasionally. And then I'm like, okay, it's going to go in the drawer for a little bit. It's not quite time for that yet. And I don't want to be distracted because I've got some other things that are more important right now. So I have a little file that's like, hold on, not quite yet. And then every once in a while, I'll be like, I'm going to pull that out again. And I'm going to put that up on my vision board. And it might stay up there for a month again. Um, I want a family cabin. Um, we want to have, uh, my husband and I want to have a family cabin. And it's a big expense, you know, and it's not something that we're ready for yet. But I've been collecting pictures. It's like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing. This, uh, this would be so cute for a loft, you know, with all these beds and with curtains around the beds and everything. And I have a picture like that that's up on my vision board every once in a while. 
And it's just a reminder that yes, that is still coming. It was ordered from somewhere far away <laughs> that takes a long time to ship here. Um, but it's, but I just allow myself to dream. So there's no harm in dreaming and no, there should be no judgment on dreaming and uh, things will kind of start um, honing in, you know, like I've had pictures that I've, when I put them back, I'm up up on my vision board there. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, that's, you know, that's not my style anymore. So I'll take it out and I'll toss that. And then I'll be scrolling through something, find something printed out and stick it up there. So you, your dreams can evolve, um, but just always having that base knowledge that you are enough and that if it's something that is meaningful to you, it's just like, you know, if you went to your mom when you were, uh, your mom and dad, when you were a little kid and said, I want a bike, you know, I really want to have a bike. I want to be able to, you know, ride with my, over to my friend's house and, you know, be able to get there on under my own power and not have you, you know, have to go with me or whatever. And uh, it's like that, you know, and mom and dad are like, yes, we want you to have a bike. That would be so cool for you to have a bike. I think that's the way Heavenly Father is too. You know, if there's something that's really meaningful that he's like, yes, we would love to have you have that. But there are certain things that need to be in place first And sometimes it is like some character traits you need to develop, like not procrastinating, you know, or um, things like that, that once you get over those hurdles, it's like, okay, now, now's the right time to have it because I know you can keep it now. He's not going to give you something that will, you know, um, that you're not going to be able to keep. He's going to give you some opportunities to become the person that could that could actually step into it and keep it. And I know that God answers the desires of our hearts. So even I've had things come into my life, even if it's not on a vision board, but it is something I think about and ponder in my heart all the time where I ask and I keep it in a vision in my mind or, and I know that God fulfills those desires of my heart. And yes, some of them take a lot longer than others. But I don't know that that has to be the case, Wileen. So I'm learning that. Yeah. And it is interesting. A lot of times, you know, we have this specific vision of what it is in our minds. And I even shared this. um, I'm pretty sure I shared this in the book as well, that I um, was looking for um, uh, places for retreats as when I was doing my warrior camps. And I wanted one of the one by the beach. I wanted one um, in a mountain setting. I wanted one um, in a desert setting. And I, before I, I even realized what was happening, I had uh, opportunities given to me um, where I have a place to go now. Anytime I want to, I could I can call up a friend and she'll let me stay in her guest house. And she was about five minutes from the beach, ten minutes from the beach. And I have a um, sister-in-law that, or a aunt-in-law who lives in uh, St. George. So she, and she has a casita by her house that she said I can come down and stay anytime. And my house, I have pine trees in the backyard. And I realized I actually live in a mountain retreat right here. And so um, it was interesting how those things actually manifested to me in a different way than I had anticipated. And now, you know, my situation has changed and the things that I do are slightly different, 
Um, and, and, uh, you know, the, the goal now is a family cabin. So, um, things kind of change. It doesn't mean that God said, no, it's just, you know, the, um, I was just guided into a different, um, different place and, and everything has worked out perfectly. Um, Wileen, so in my life, I've noticed that I tend to have a lot of faith and confidence and maybe it's the wrong type of faith. Maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's faith in some of my abilities rather than faith in my intrinsic value. But I find I get so far and so close to something and then boom, there's a block and Mm -hmm. there's another block and another block. And I'm, I get so aggravated and, um, just yeah and I just wonder like where does that come in is that um fear coming in instead of the faith or um it actually could be we could probably do a whole podcast on this (laughs) um (laughs) and and I I feel like I um uh I I would love to do a permission process um at some point you know maybe towards the end of our call um that will give you three steps on that what you can do when you have something like that come up um there's a couple things to realize is that um when you are stepping out of your comfort zone and you're stepping into something that you've never done before this is a new space you're not prepared for it Okay, you're not you if if you were prepared for it, if you were ready for it, if you'd already, you know, had everything that you needed, you would have it, it would already be in your life. So just know that anytime you're stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something new, there's going to be some things that will pop up. It's like, you know, the person that said they prayed for patience and then all of a sudden they, you know, had all these things where they needed to learn patience. And that's the way it is. You know, it's like um, if you are stepping into, say, more financial um, abundance, you need to know how to handle money. And so there might be some situations arise where you're like, you know, bills come due and there's no money. It's like, what do I do? Okay. I got to get creative. We need to learn creativity, you know, before we can experience some financial abundance. Um, we need to learn restraints. You know, we need to learn, uh, there's like all these different, um, things that we can learn that will help us be able to keep that abundance that we're stepping into. Okay. Mm-hmm. So again, and God's not going to give you anything that you're not ready to keep. He doesn't want to see you fail. So he's going to give you instead, he'll give you opportunities to learn the character traits and the, um, you know, these laws that apply to things before he blesses you with the thing. Okay. So um, just know that that's just part of stepping out of your comfort zone. There's new things that you have to learn. You have to become a new person to be able to receive something new. Okay. Um, also, um, and I've actually been experiencing some of this even just the last couple of days. Um, if you've been on my daily gratitude call, you know, I've, I've actually been pretty open about sharing some things. Um, I know I'm stepping into a, a more bold speech about being and being a witness of Christ and in a world that tends to be um, shutting down a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been feeling some really interesting stuff um, 
going on inside of me. In fact, um, I would call it depression. I don't really get depression or whatever, but uh, if I could, you know, put a label to it, I would say that that's it. But I know that this is just like, it's like there's this doorway and there's this film, you know, it's like these chains hanging down from the doorway or something, you know, Mm -hmm. and if you're in the doorway, if you're standing in the doorway and you're feeling the fear and you're like, well, I don't want to be in that old place, but I'm not quite ready to step a hundred percent into the other place. So you're just like standing in this doorway that has these chains, you know, all around you, you have to do one or the other. You've got to either go back to your comfort zone or you just need to step through. And I feel like that's kind of where I'm at right now is I, I know that I'm stepping into a place. I haven't a hundred percent done it yet. And so I'm just like feeling that that kind of yucky feeling of just standing in the doorway and not a hundred percent jumping in. And I know there's going to be a lot of things that I get to learn. Um, I've learned a lot of things in the past that I think are going to help me um, to be able to step more fully into this space. Um, But just know that when you're doing big things, there's, um, there's going to be some opposition and it doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing or you should step back or put it on the back burner or hold, you know, not be so, or whatever. It just means that there's some things that you just need to step through. And, um, and I promise you, because I've done it so many times, you step through that doorway and it's like freedom on the other side. Yes. So this is an amazing discussion and we have about 15 more minutes and we have about a million things <laughs> that I want to talk about. And I'm sure we could honestly go on for three hours doing this. And I would love every second of it. I really would. <laughs> You're Thank like you. a wealth of knowledge and I could just sit here and soak it in for hours. I really could. Um, where do you guys want to take this? My thoughts are we go to um, the permission process or we can ask maybe a few more questions about the book. Um, I feel like Kylie had something to add to uh, what was being discussed. Okay. How did you, did I, what did I do? Like I I (laughs) I shifted forward. I I did, but I was just going to not let anyone know because I thought it was So I, this is a question I've had is because I've felt this like shift, shifting into a new state of being or, you know, like, um, and I've read and a ton of um, books on self-improvement and learned that there's there's that discomfort that comes when you're shifting into a new state of being into a higher into a higher place. And um, my question has always been, well, where how do you know if the shift is because you're just moving into a new space and that it's just going to eventually that that will subside or you'll you'll eventually become comfortable in that new space, whereas you know, when you're first shifting, it feels really uncomfortable and maybe you're anxious or maybe feel experiencing feelings of depression or anxiety or whatever it is. How do you know if that is because you're shifting into a higher state or, or is it really too much? Are you really putting like, how do you like know that it's not just because you're running faster? What's that, that scripture? Yeah, like running, running faster, faster than you should. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my question. Yeah. Though. Good question. Take a deep breath and just, if you can get out of the feeling, you know, usually 
just if you're in this kind of anxious feeling, it's like your breathing is shallow, you're tense, you know, I mean, there's like a lot of physiological things that are happening. And if you can just take a deep breath, and just let it go for just a moment. And then just kind of check in. And just is this mine? If you can even just ask that question, is this mine? And a lot of times we are taking on more things than, than really, you know, what we should. Sometimes it is just a matter of taking a deep breath and maybe prioritizing the things, you know, maybe there's like three or four things and they're just like swirling around inside of our heads. And if we can just like take a deep breath, okay, let me write it down. Okay. Which one of these is the most important for me to do today? I just, I use that question like throughout the day, what's the most important thing? Cause we know you can't, there's no such thing as multitasking. You're you're tasking here and you're tasking there and you might be flipping back and forth, but you're not doing two things at once. And so if we can just kind of get into, um, just just get out of that idea that we have to do everything and get back into, I'm enough. I'm enough just because I am, just because I'm a child of God, I'm enough. And so I don't have to be doing anything right now. Like there's nothing that I have to do. I just am, I'm enough, just like where, who I am and where I am and what I am. And uh, if you can get into that space and then just ask, what's the most important thing for me to focus on right now? And it might be play with your baby. You know, it might be go take a bath. It might be go take a nap. It might be vacuum the living room, you know, whatever it is, take that as you know, just trust that that is God telling you. And for the most part, that anxiety that we feel is just like fear of what might happen. It's not even something that's happening right now. And so if we just take a deep breath and just get into this present state, then it's like nothing's required right now. Right now in this moment, every I, I, all I have to do is just breathe and I'm okay. Does that help? Yeah. I might want to talk to you for like hours. Like yeah, <laughs> I, I would love to talk for hours. <laughs> I'm afraid I think everyone that meets you wants to. So <laughs> I think this would be actually a really good place to, to put in the permission process. Cause yes. you know, where we've had a couple of people ask that. Yes. So, um, I'm just, let, I'll just kind of walk you through. Um, it's just a three-step process and I'll tell you real quick what they are. So you can write these down and then just, Put your, you know, just let everything go and we'll, I'll just walk you through it. Um, the first thing is just to identify what is, you know, what the anxiety or I call it a low vibration emotion. Um, any of the low vibration emotions are all based in fear and they are not God given. Any, you know, we, we have the ability to feel these, you know, that's God given for us to be able to feel these emotions. But God can only give light and love. There's no and high vibration. He's a high, very high vibration. So if you're feeling anything that is a low vibration, it is um, attached to fear. And um, all you have to do is just take a deep breath and just say, what is this emotion attached to? Okay. And then that's a limiting belief. It's a belief that's going to limit you. So you just write that down. And then just examine the cost of it. So the first thing is to exam or to identify the limiting belief. Second one is to examine the cost. What's the cost if I keep that limiting belief? Do I want to keep it? 
Is it something that's serving me? Is it going to help me to be a better person? Is it going to help me to move forward? And then you give yourself permission to choose a new belief. So if you don't like what that limiting belief is producing, then you can give yourself permission to choose a new belief. So then the third step is to create, I do three, two to three new beliefs for every one limiting belief um, to take the place of that. So that's just a really simple process. And then you just take those new beliefs in and help them to become part of you. So that just like the old limiting belief was part of you, you can let go of that limiting belief and bring the new beliefs in to become part of you. So I'll go ahead and walk you through that process right now. Um, so I'm just going to invite all of you to close your eyes and take a deep breath and just get present with me. And as we've been talking, especially as we've shared about manifesting, there's probably something in that you've got on your vision board or maybe something that you've been feeling like would be really nice to have for your family, for you, for a business, you know, for whatever it is. Um, just whatever that thing is that you have been wanting, um, just take a moment right now and just dream it. Just take off all the, the uh, take off all the limits and just allow yourself to dream and to be and to experience in the fullest, most perfect form, whatever it is that you've wanted, whether that is a material thing that you've wanted, or if it's a relationship if it's um, maybe financial security or financial freedom, um, whatever it is, just allow yourself to fully dream and to see it and to feel it and to experience it fully. Just let yourself be fully immersed as if it's already part of your life and experience what it would be like to have this completely um, done, finished. And uh, take a moment and label that emotion that you're feeling. Whether it be gratitude or joy or peace or happiness, whatever that emotion is, go ahead and um, label that feeling that is associated with having this being completed. And then intensify that emotion even more. So that it's not just in your mind, that it's something that you're actually feeling. Just allow yourself to feel that tingly sensation of whatever that emotion is all over your full body. And I have two questions for you as you're feeling this fully and intensely. Um, what is the one most important thing you could do today that would take you one step closer to completing that? And just listen and trust the first thing that comes to you, even if it doesn't make sense. One most important thing that you could do for this to be a reality in your life right now. And just trust that. And then also listen if there are any limiting beliefs that are coming up for you, or maybe some some of those low vibration emotions that are coming up as you are experiencing being fully in this, um, having this manifested, and also knowing now what the first step is to take. Are there any limiting beliefs that are showing up for you? And if there are, 
uh, go ahead and write those, write that down, write that limiting belief down and make sure that you write it exactly the way it came to you. Don't try to soften it or make it be not so mean <laughs> or whatever. Just write it down exactly the way it came to you. And then examine the cost of that limiting belief. How has that limiting belief been affecting you? What's the, what are the results that this limiting belief has been creating for you? And what will it continue to create for you if you decide to keep it? So you do have the choice. You can keep that limiting belief or you can now, now that you know what it's been doing for you, you can give yourself permission to choose a new belief. And if you're ready to give yourself permission to choose a new belief, say yes. I want to hear an audible yes. 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 Awesome. So if you are ready to choose those new beliefs, then now's the time to choose two to three new beliefs that will take the place of that old limiting belief and will totally be in alignment with this new thing that you're wanting to create. So you can go back to that space where you can completely feel this um, new thing in your life manifested uh, fully and it's, it's in your reality right now. What are some new beliefs that prove to you that this is true right now. That totally blow that limiting belief out of the water and that are more in alignment with what you want to create, who you want to become. And who you need to become to embrace this new thing in your life. Once you have those two or three new beliefs, just take one more deep breath, bring those new beliefs in. And with those new beliefs, is there any reason since you have these new beliefs and you've seen this, uh, this in its fullness, is there, is there any reason why it can't be a reality? I mean, this is like, so it's just a matter of time, right? You've got these new beliefs. You've seen it, you've felt it, you've experienced it. It's actually in your, your mind and your imagination. It's a reality right now. And so there's no reason. It's just a matter of time before it becomes a reality in your, in your true world. When you feel ready, you can go ahead and come back to the present. And is there anybody that would like to um, to share maybe some of your new beliefs? So my new belief is I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. And the first I love it. that's it already is. But what is already? I am already. I am. I am. Wow. Wow, that's super powerful. That's the ultimate of faith, right? Of the gateway of faith. I am. I am. I really was able to Beautiful. believe it already exists. It already is. And because I am already who I am. Awesome. I love that. Thank you. Anybody else? My new belief is that 
I have all the support I need. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome. I mine are um I am enough. Yes. I am capable. I am confident. Awesome. Beautiful. Can you feel the importance of this first gateway? I am enough. If you are to bring anything into your physical existence, you have to believe that you are enough, that you're worthy of it. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And I do a gratitude call every morning, every weekday morning, Monday through Friday. And we do that permission process at the end of the call. I always do a, a guided meditation and um, that permission process is always part of it. Um, if you haven't experienced that gratitude call, I highly encourage you. It's like the most amazing. I, I would never miss it, <laughs> even if I wasn't the one that was facilitating it. It's totally amazing. So in fact, I'm going to share my screen real quick and just show you. Um, this is my website. Uh, get it up here. Okay, it's just wileenbenson.com. And if you want to find out about the gratitude call, just hover over the about Wileen and you can see gratitude right there. Just click on gratitude. And so really it's just wileenbenson.com slash gratitude as well. So this tells you where to join the daily gratitude. If you click to join, it will take you right to zoom. Um, and then uh, as I scroll down here, um, talks about the gratitude call. There's a couple of videos here. One that says why gratitude. I share the top three reasons why I think it's important to start the day with gratitude every day. And then, um, there's a testimonial by Colleen, who's still on our call like five years later. And uh, this one, how to do your own daily gratitude practice. This one you might want to listen to before you get on live because I go through the whole process so you kind of know what to expect. So, um, and then again, right here, um, how to join. And then somewhere it has the archives. Not seeing that. I know it's over here somewhere, but all you have to do is just go to latest news. And this has all the archived um, uh, gratitude calls. So like this was today, gratitude for harmony. And then yesterday was gratitude for life. Um, gratitude for feeling encircled. And then over on the right-hand side, there's a search bar. So if you are looking for something specific, you can just put the word in the search bar. Sorry, I don't have my mouse and I'm having a hard time. <laughs> um, so just search blog here and you can just put a keyword in there and, uh, and it'll pull up all the gratitude calls that have to do with that. So lots of fun resources for you guys. Thank That's you, Eileen. Mm -hmm. oh, goodness. Yes, thank you so much. That's so many great resources. So. And that's You're just welcome. the beginning, people. I'm telling you right now. You get in touch with Wileen and the resources are limitless, honestly. Honestly. So I'm looking forward to continuing my path and having you mentor me, Wileen. Awesome. Thank you, Rachel. It's been a pleasure working with you.
Yes. Um, did you want to say yeah, something? Yeah, I did um, uh, mention one other gift that I would like to give to all of your listeners and all of you who are here on the call too. Um, it's something that I do that I, I call a dream alignment call. Have you done one of those, Rachel? I can't remember. I did the purpose call. Is it similar? Okay. It's similar. It's not quite as in-depth as the purpose call, okay. but um, what we do on the dream alignment call, because we've talked a lot about like vision boards and manifesting and things like that tonight. Um, it actually will help you be able to, to align your goals with your purpose and also to understand how your purpose fits into God's bigger purpose. So that's what the dream alignment call is. And I know Rachel, you have the link for that. And so I'm just going to let you post that like in the description of the podcast and, um, and people can, uh, can schedule that. It's um, it really, I, everybody that I've done it with has just been totally blown away at first of all, how simple your, their purpose is. And it's like, how did I not see this? And mm -hmm. the other thing is it's so powerful and just soul um, quenching. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like so fulfilling to know that your individual purpose has really great value to um, our heavenly father and his greater um, plan. It's um, it, it really, uh, if you understand that, there's no way that you won't go out and just every day be um, trying to be your best and to do your best to fulfill your purpose because you see the importance of it because you know God sees the importance of it. And and then every goal that you set is going to be alignment with him and you're going to be able to manifest even faster. And I can attest to that. Um, just by doing the purpose call with you, I go back and reread it every single day, the three statements that we wrote down together and I see it manifesting. I see things manifesting that are there and it's very powerful. It's priceless. The value that comes from this call with you, Eileen, it really is priceless. It's, there's no price I would put on it. And right. <laughs> I just have to say, I did a, a 15 minute call with Eileen and she truly has a gift, a gift to see, a gift to see who who you are, and then she allows, she somehow wraps it up so that you can see what she sees in you, and it's so true and believable because it's, it's aligned, and um, yeah, what a gift that she's giving everyone, and I hope everyone who listens to this podcast takes advantage of it, advantage of this gift she's giving to us, and yeah, it can change your life. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to connecting with all of you. Yes. Is there anything that's pressing on anyone's heart that they want to share before we close the call or close the podcast? <laughs> um, I just, I, we're talking about power and gifts and how grateful I think we all are for Wileen. Well, definitely we all are for you, Wileen. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We have been very excited to have you um, and to just, you know, soak in um, your wisdom. And where where there is truth, um, there is power. And I think the reason that this book that you've written, Wileen, is so beneficial and helpful for people is because what you've done is you've pulled truth, existing truth, 
real and true principles that are eternal that don't end and you've you've been able to organize it in a way that that people can easily you know follow and grasp and you'll find these truths in the scriptures too like you're yes. going to find wherever the, there's truth there is power and i'm not saying your book is scripture but like <laughs> when you read a book and it's you know it's demonstrating truth that is universal truth that's found in any book you know like whether it's scripture or whether it's this it's it's a second testament it's kind of like another witness another testimony to the truth, to the principles that we do find in scriptures. So I think that's why I love this book. And, and I notice when I read books of truth, I feel the spirit too, you know, and there's definitely a difference. Like there's scripture and there's books that are like a second witness to, to scripture and there's a difference, but, but all truth, you know, brings us power and, and goodness and light and hope and, and, and places us in a, in a better place and closer to God, closer to who we are, uh, closer to where we need to be. So um, that has been on my mind this whole time was like, this is, this is truth. There's truth in here. And that's why this has been so helpful for so many people. So thank you. And one thoughts, Kylie. (laughs) I just had one last thing that came to my mind and heart. Um, When we, take hold of who we are and we truly see that vision and we understand that all of a sudden we have this this glory within our hearts and around us and we feel as if we can do whatever we're asked to do by God or whatever we have in our hearts and our dreams and it feels like we can't we're unstoppable it's possible Mm -hmm. everything is possible for us and so Mm -hmm. I just really appreciate Wileen showing us the steps we need to take in order to, to become in that alignment for our purpose. And I'm very grateful, Wileen. Thank awesome. you. Yes, thank you. And that that is that gateway of faith, and it ends with the gateway of equity. It's that whole, you know, full circle. I feel like it is really a full circle or maybe like a spiral where, you know, gateway of faith and all the gateways up and ending with the gateway of equity where we are perfect. You know, it's like we went from being enough to perfect and they're both very, they're very, very close. You know, it's almost just like stepping over one line. It's stepping over the line from enough to being perfect and Christ is where that line is, is, you know, when we come to him and we accept him and, you know, bring him into our lives, that's, that's what takes us from, you know, just being enough to being perfect. Thank you. Oh, I just, and, and I just feel like that coming back around to the heart too. Heart, our hearts are where truth resonates, Kylie. You know, like you're saying, you know, when you're feeling that anxiety or whatever, like you just mentioned a little while ago, you know, that is not felt in the heart. There's like other areas of your body, you know, where we feel that. But when we feel truth, it's like that burning, you know, sensation inside of our hearts that's like, yes, this is true. And we do have the ability to tell the difference. I just also want to say here, so I'm, I'm hogging this now, but (laughs) I I found myself applying all of these. I love to use the word principles these gateways um, to motherhood. 
So this is not just a book for, it. you know, she says here, your map to integrity in life and business. Uh, this is a great map for motherhood. And we are the mother heart. And so I loved being able to read this and ponder how I can use it in my parenting mm-hmm. and in my relationship with my spouse and in my personal growth. It was it was really enlightening for me to think of of that area of my life as I read this. So awesome. everyone who's listening. And so amazing. <laughs> you are gonna have so amazing <laughs> that you know this now and that you can still those feelings into your kids. You are enough. I mean, even just starting and how we talk to them about abundance and just wow. everything. It, you learn it and you're gonna pass it on. It's awesome. Very cool. Man, I don't know if there's very much more to say, but I just wanted to end with this quote from your book. It says, The seven gateways to integrity is a progression. Each gateway adds to the previous one. Thus, integrity is achieved by integrating the wisdom you obtain from each gateway while learning to recognize and embrace the truth. So let's get started navigating these gateways together. So awesome. we just want to invite everyone to go out and go to her website, purchase her book and start this amazing process in your life. It is life changing and it is enriching and fulfilling and joyful. And I am on the daily gratitude a lot, the daily gratitude call a lot. And I can really attest that if you want the spirit of gratitude in your life, join the call. It is really, really an incredible way to start the day. So thank you, Eileen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining our Mother Heart Circle. Please send us your thoughts, inspiration, experiences, and stories. Your voice is important. Your wisdom and your hearts are needed. We believe in you. We love you. And thank you for being you.